Hello and welcome to a Meathead Hippie podcast. This is your host, Emily Schramm. I am a Meathead Hippie, maybe like you. I am a learner, a teacher, a Sagittarius Capricorn cusp, Enneagram 7-8, Beluga Impala Bird, 5-1 Human Design. I'm just so grateful to be human with you in this lifetime. And how lucky am I that I get to share great conversations on this podcast. I have an interview today. I would say it's more a conversation with one of my favorite people, Sydney Stewart. She is a dear friend of mine. We met at Nutritional Therapy Association, the NTP school that I went to. We traveled to Japan together and our bond was solidified. And I was talking to her the other day about procrastination. And I said, you know what? This needs to be a podcast because too many of us relate to this or too many of us have the same patterns happening and it just was time to have a guest on the show. So this is a great conversation with Sydney. Thank you, Sydney, for being a part and please enjoy. We talk about everything from procrastination to, <laughs> oh my God, just so much. I I had a recap, but it's just an enjoyable conversation. I think you're going to love it. And um, it's interesting because earlier today I was listening to a former podcast I was doing with Dr. Stephen Lynn. So the referenced podcast is episode 39. If you would like to also listen in on the gut microbiome connection to the mouth, highly recommend it. It's a throwback. It's like 2018, Emily, which 2018 Emily is like, that's only four years, but it kind of feels like full hundred. Anywho, the only announcement I have is that life is good. Life is crazy. Take care of yourself. And we finally consolidated a few things. So if you are interested in anything Emily Schramm database, which is bird quiz, meditations, bird medicine, yoga, healing, movement, tea times, the body awareness project courses, MFIT challenges, meal plans, build your own apothecary, herbal medicine, teaching, and also this beautiful form of movement from Pasha called the archive that's now all in one membership called Platform. So I'm going to link it. It's just a really great way to get all levels of wellness taken care of the internal body, the external body, the spiritual body. And I'm super stoked that we have it all together. So take the look, take a look in a book. It's reading rainbow. <laughs> I'm just on enjoy the show with Sydney and we will see you soon. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Emily. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for being my meathead hippie co-host today. Yes. Slash, slash maybe sure. all the time. You're welcome. And text all the time. <laughs> we have the best conversations. <laughs> and there, there was so many things that in our convos, they just need to one, be public because this is such <laughs> real stuff. <laughs> is procrastination, again, the P word. Is procrastination anxiety or is anxiety procrastination? 
what a bomb that you dropped on me the other morning. All right, <laughs> listeners. So I get a text from Sydney, my dear friend, who I will share how we met in a few moments. But you, yes, you just said, is procrastination anxiety or is anxiety procrastination? And it just sent us both, I think, on a whole tangent of what it is that's preventing us from doing the thing we want to do. But even more so, it's like the psychology of what keeps us moving and gets us in momentum versus feeling as if we're, we're not pursuing that, which is ours or that, that, which we should that yeah. they say that maybe right? not should. I always hate using the word should maybe like the word want, like the things that we want, like, are we making, are we not making time for it? Are we making time for it? Like, obviously we make time for other things. So how do we get around the things that we want to do and not make time for it? Totally. Which is hard. <laughs> totally hard. Hence the Carl Jung post that I put CJ CJ CJ. my god what a gift to this world when I read his book I'm like oh my god this I feel like I kind of have parts of him in my soul where your fear is there your task is mic drop you know it's like okay if our (laughs) if our fear is doing the thing or our fear is speaking up or our fear is pursuing something or if our fear is the unknown, then that's all we should focus on. Like, what if, what if we flip the script and that was like where our full energy went, because then we put light on that section of our life and then it's not so scary, but it's just, you know, so much easier. The fear of the unknown though is like a fear in itself. I feel like, I mean, you just like the way I like to think about it is like, you have to have faith, whether that be the universe, God, like whatever, like speaks to someone, but like, just have faith that like you're doing the right thing. And (laughs) things will work out yeah because what is the right thing anyway you know like exactly I think it's it's, always going to change as we like evolve as humans like and get older and you have different wants and needs ah totally well I was thinking about I did a podcast with Eric so I met Eric the same time same day I met you which was through Nutritional Therapy Association in solid shout out <laughs> I wonder how they're doing I wonder how that whole instant whole thing is doing but I also just felt so lucky because we picked Salt Lake City to do our course you flew in from Texas I flew in from Colorado Eric flew in from LA uh, Brittany flew in from Colorado Matt flew in from California it was just a eclectic group of humans and I sat down and I like looked at you and I'm like I just puked in the bathroom (laughs) well I was late first of all you probably said that to Eric and then I like stroll in 10 minutes later and like sit in the back next to you guys and then I was like what's going on guys (laughs) just you're like I just puked Eric's like yeah I don't feel so great either like (laughs) well I just got here Hello. Well, it's interesting. We had the same thing about tea. Remember how much how much tea makes me nauseous and how green tea specifically. Yeah. And then really shitty black tea. So like Starbucks Mm. black teas or like on the plane Ceylons. The Lipton. Um, I feel like yeah, the Ceylon, I know what you mean, but I feel like the planes also have the Lipton, like black iced tea. mm -hmm. Excuse me, do you have organic tea pigs? Right. Do you have any herbal? Like I just wish 
that's going to be like such a, a win when I ask an airline, like, do you have herbal tea? And they're like, yes, here's a bag of regeneratively grown chamomile. <laughs> you think that could happen? It would be so cool. I always think about like, because they have like different products. Like I know it's not super healthy, but that like Buddha popcorn or whatever, like they started offering that on airlines, probably like JetBlue or something like that. But I was like, that's cool. Like a healthier option than like peanuts and nuts or Cheez-Its or whatever. But I think like, hopefully more people are like continuing to like ask for healthier products and then we can get MSTs on there and Sid Suds. <laughs> I know the day that we can order it was cute actually last time last time I was on the plane I can't remember how this whole thing conspired but uh I think they ran out of cups or something where they could not figure out a way to brew tea but the lady loved tea and she loved that I love tea so she found a bag pulled out a tea bag from her own collection put hot water in a bag for me, let it brew for 10 minutes and then came back to my seat to give me tea. I was like, tea drinkers will do anything for tea drinkers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We know what's up. We know what's up. Yeah. Although I did have coffee this morning. So it was so funny. I, when we were preparing for this uh, little podcast, you know, you heard this, but I didn't sleep that great last night because I am covered in poison oak <laughs> Which, poison ivy no it's poison oak then why do they call it poison ivy there's two. Oh, i know yeah poison That's- oak it's the the one that has three leaves with three leaves and it looks so pretty and it's interesting because i think there's an energetic symbolism for everything right and i was thinking about okay if there's a poison oak surrounding this farm that I'm living on in my yurt and I clearly missed it like I I I look like I rolled around in it (laughs) like how did this happen I don't know but it's telling me a message I think the message is number one there's a deeper level of respect for plants that I'm about to tap into which I'm still grateful for because I have a lot of respect for plants but this is a different level like to not be able to sleep and just be screaming in your skin and not really being able to do anything. I mean, people are like, yeah, I've gotten it, but like, I've never had it. I feel like a total baby. I've, yeah. I, it's crazy. I've it. I, I don't know, but I know people that have it and I guess it is really bad. And like, yeah, you don't know you're spreading it and you're not supposed to itch it. And it's like, how do you not itch like something like a rash? Right. So, you know, all these remedies, like the um, my, you can do witch hazel. You can do this flower called impatience, which I had a flower essence of, but it doesn't grow in Northern California, which I love. Cause it was like the flower essence is for impatience. And so it, that's the remedy. So I was also thinking the energetic symbolism of this was what am I being impatient for? Like, what am I not? I was just thinking that, like, <laughs> that's funny that the flower is named that. Cause then I'm like, well, then what would that represent somehow? I mean, yeah. That's Lots so, of things. So, so many things. And I feel like I'm being so patient. I feel like I'm, you know, kind of shifting my perspective in, in certain really, you know, small ways that you and I or like anyone listening, they have these moments of growth that are just only you would know. Like, oh, that used to 
be how I operated all the time. And now I'm a little bit more in this flow and let it be and life is a river. But clearly I have more time for life being a river that I need to learn. It's a lazy, it's more of a lazy river. (laughs) Maybe we'll, maybe we hop on the lazy river. I want to raft. (laughs) Give me a last You want to go whitewater rafting and maybe, maybe that you need to be on the lazy river. I'm like, launch me off the boat. Let's go on an adventure. <laughs> but what's interesting is I woke up, it was 4 a.m. after, well, you know, and I just stripped off all my clothes. So I'm standing naked in my sister's kitchen and I just opened the cabinet and there's this local honey and I just squeezed it and put it all over my body and then put back on a onesie and I just laid there. But you like, put back on clothes? Well, because I'm you didn't share that honey. part. I'm covered in honey because well, then let it soak in. I feel like you're gonna put the clothes on and it's gonna like rip your skin off. Well, I don't I don't want to get honey over everything. I mean, it's really sticky. Like I, I just didn't I felt like if I could isolate it and just kind of hold myself there. And it did help. But also, oh, this was a fun little thing. I've been learning about, you know, sound frequency, right? And that's what oh, that's what Eric and I's podcast is about. Yeah. But the frequency for healing tissue which I just learned is frequency hertz of 285. So you can like type in Spotify 285. Really? You can do this on Spotify. Yeah. And I mean, obviously in person is ideal because you're getting the vibration, but if you have good headphones, 285 is the healing of tissue. And so I just listened to that all night. Huh. I'm going to make a note of that and also hit up Eric and be like... (laughs) What can I find on Spotify? Yes. Right or Eric, make, make us some sound healing. He has a, maybe we just he, need to ask. He has um, one recording that he sent me. I think it's like called Space. It's in my email. I'll forward it to you. It's so good to like put on like over the ear headphones and use before bed. It's like, because mm. then you can like, if you use over the ear, it's like more wonky, you know, it sounds yeah. so good though. The vibration. Yeah. Did you ever take the bird quiz? I think I did. I think I ended up being um, an Impala. You're for sure an Impala. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I took it a while ago, but I'm pretty sure because I was like, I think of myself as like Bambi, like awkward limbs. So I was like, oh, an Impala. Isn't that like a deer kind of type? (laughs) Yeah. The frolicking. I I forget this is an audio podcast, but I just did a nice little (laughs) frolic. (laughs) It was so cool. I was driving to the ocean yesterday because that is actually the best solution besides honey was just to jump in the water. Like salt water? Yeah. Just it was so cold and rainy and beautiful and misty. And that's like how Northern California is. It's like I was hot and 80 degrees on the farm. And then I drive 20 minutes away and all of a sudden I'm in Scotland. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. (laughs) It is kind of like foggy and stuff. I do like that up there. I don't know if I could live up there. I do love like Southern California sun, but I love going up there. And obviously it's only like a 45 minute flight. So yeah. Well, Impalas need heat. So there we go. Yeah. Check that one off the list. I jumped in this water, like, you know, everyone's in wetsuits and attempting to surf these really bizarre looking waves. And I do, you know, the ocean, I just have so much respect for, but I was like frolicking in this 
ocean because you can't feel anything. And I was like, is it the salt that's helping? Or is it the fact that it's so cold that I'm just numb? But both. either way, <laughs> either it way. has to be both. Yeah, that water is so much colder up there. But like, I feel like the salt water, like, especially if you're experiencing like eczema too, like that, like just getting in the salt water, because it's like natural. I mean, you can use like your own natural salt spray that you make or whatever, but it's, I feel like there's nothing better than like the real ocean. So casual, your own natural salt spray that you make. <laughs> oh, you know, just boil the salt and <laughs> mix it in, you know, just your own. Well, you are just such a gift on all things skin. And I'm so grateful for your little like tidbits of knowledge. It's amazing because if you guys could see Sydney, you're just like glowing. Your skin is so perfect. And oh my gosh, thank you. I'm just, it's a Botox free skin that I think, ah. well, is it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't confirmed that. Secret revealed. What are your thoughts um, on Botox? I was so against it, but then I had done it in my forehead because I was like, like last September and I do like it. <laughs> Just, it's unfortunate, but the other clear part of the skin is real. But I still I, feel like I, I like as far as like aging gracefully, which is what I like to think about a little sprinkle here and there as you like age and sun damage and like because I have like a little bit of like melasma that I get and like it's just like right underneath the eye where the sunglasses don't cover and the hat doesn't cover and it's like using like vitamin c or retinol on that like totally helps um but for like wrinkles I mean (laughs) (laughs) well okay this is I'm so excited about this because I'm testing and in the process and I love what's happening but I have you know, we, we know this, our skin is a byproduct of our cells. Like Mm -hmm. this is our biggest organ. There's so much that can be done internally. And then there's a point where it's like, okay, how do I isolate even more so, so that I can prevent aging or prevent these wrinkles. And I'm in the sun. We can't prevent. Just have to like, I feel like I hate using like how all the creams and stuff say anti-aging. Like we can't anti that. It's just part of us growing up. But like, you can age gracefully and do things like internally and use things topically that can help like soften it. And also I think if you're just like genuinely happy, you're not going to have like, like a mean scowl on your face or whatever. Like, yeah, Ah, it's so true. The stress crinkle is just so true. Well, okay. So there is definitely time that needs to be had. And, you know, anytime internally you have to take like, quite a significant amount of energy to remember something consistently enough to see if it's going to work, you know, like our cells grow every three, like if you're thinking of a cell life and three months being like our skin is made up of like all these cells in three months, they could be all new. So I'm going to give myself a full three months for this, but I am starting the skin box that I have that's um, silicon, choline, and biotin and vitamin C. And some liver support. Supplements? Yeah, yeah, a little liver support for detoxification and zinc. Like glutathione? Well, it's, it's yeah, it's all the things that activate your glutathione. Pathways. Nice. I know. I phase, like this. I know. It's phase one and phase two detox pathways. Yeah. 
So it's got the, you know, kind of standard B vitamins, but a big chunk of biotin and then the choline and silicon, I was really digging into the research about. And within three months, which is like the standard kind of process of studies for skin, because it's when cells rejuvenate fully, it was a 30% decrease in fine lines or like the depth of the wrinkle was 30%. So I'm very stoked to see how this helps with my, my, I have like one line on my forehead from like maybe a little too much. Oh, oh, you'll see it in person. It's, it's so this like byproduct of 10 years of being way too stressed out. And I had like such no reason to be stressed out. Life has always been good, but we so often catch ourselves in like scowls and like tense shoulders and no breathing it's, you know, the white water rafting versus the lazy river. <laughs> so I'm working my way back, but it's amazing because I can feel what I really feel is the, you know, how you have like, um, this might be too much info, but like, if there's like a little whitehead or a little something, totally the, the healing that happens, like I can feel how different my skin is healing. Like it, like it the texture. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. I think what the supplements that you're using would put so much hydration too. And like, if you're thinking about it from a cellular health, like glutathione specifically, because that is so good for your liver. It's so good for your skin. It's a high antioxidant. Like that just smooths out your skin. and makes it so soft. Like I use glutathione. I don't know if you've heard of live on labs. Um, it's like, it's, um, how to say it? Liposomal. liposomal. God, mm-hmm. why do I suck, suck at English? How do you say it? Liposomal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's liposomal glutathione. And like you take a shot of it in water and like you do it on it. Like I do it in the mornings on an empty stomach. So it's like you get full antioxidant, but it's like, I do it for the liver, but it's also like so good for your skin too. So it's like, you can just totally tell like such a different texture and like hydration level on your skin. Mm. Um, I think that's like such a key, obviously the B vitamins are so good too, but. Oh, yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm just so excited to see how, you know, how people, so many people struggle with, um, it's a texture thing, not just in face, but skin and collagen, you know, in fascia really like understanding cellulite or kind of the, the things that happen in our skin. And we know this from NTA of like fat digestion and lymph and just in general needing to move and build strength training and help with flushing these toxins through sweat and drinking water, et cetera. Um, but there is something powerful about giving your body the, the enough protein through food sources. And then also through additional resources that help with that collagen production. Cause we make enough if we are eating the right things. Totally. Um, It's like, as they always say, it declines, but it's like, it doesn't technically have to decline. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure it does to some extent, but like, if you're providing your body with the right stuff, then it probably can stay pretty consistent for a while. Right. Yeah. I was after 18, you stop producing it. And then 40 age 40 is when it declines. You're just done. You're just done at 40. No, you're done. I was kidding. I know. So you have, but then it's interesting because I do think there's, there's credibility to the resources who say external collagen isn't actually that great for your skin. How some people causes breakouts. It's it's like the molecule is too big to go through our pores. And so it's like, 
like that and collagen and coconut oil. And then there's like a few other products that sell like tremendous amounts. And it's like, that actually doesn't, it just sits on top of your skin, which is why it causes reactions or breakouts on people. Cause it's like, it literally cannot go through your pores. So like internal stuff is great, but it's like, like there's so many different brands that focus on like nano which nanoparticles I don't think are good like non-nanoparticles are good because they do like especially non-nano like zinc oxide for sunscreen but it's like coconut oil like people are like swear by it but it's like some people get like reactions to it it's too big to go through on their skin yeah and it's just like an oil slick yeah because and um learning about how you can actually feel the skin get moisture like when you put a moisturizer or a product on your face if you still are oily in like five minutes, your yeah. body's not liking it. And it's interesting. I use coconut oil on my other parts of my body, but on my face it is not a good fit for my face at yeah. all. Same. Oh yeah. I can like, just, um, really like, I'm excited because glutathione, especially or collagen, you know, this external, so liposomal or transdermal where you put it on your skin, Those are like the ideal sources and then giving your body the tools to make it on its own, which is just like such a incredible precursors. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I think the better way, because I read somewhere where, and I don't know how true this is, so don't want to blow up any like collagen lovers, but like, just because you drink collagen, like the vital proteins or whatever, doesn't make your body produce it. Right. And I was like, well, I don't know if I like that. Cause I've used collagen like in coffee and stuff. And I, I feel like I've noticed a difference in joints or skin, but like the precursors, like you need to provide your body the precursors to make it on its own. Otherwise I'm like, so I don't know how I truly feel about that statement, but like, yeah, I believe it. And well, vitamin C being like the easiest thing, like, yeah, just con- exactly. And it's, it's so good to have the conversation about like our soil and our food and our supply chain and how, you know, we could get magnesium from dark leafy greens, but nobody's growing it in a way that allows our magnesium to be enough through dark leafy greens. So we supplement and same with vitamin C, you can definitely get a lot from citrus and peppers and in general, like Brussels sprouts even, but yeah, how, how do we, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I, it's, I was going to say, I think a good one though, if people are supplementing with vitamin C, cause usually that's like ascorbic acid and that's like the non-natural vitamin C. So it's hard for your body to absorb it. Like amla berries or like Indian gooseberry is a good one. Mm. Um, like if you're going to use like a vitamin C supplement, I feel like using like acerola cherries, Alma berry or like Indian gooseberry is a good vitamin C because totally. that's more natural. It's obviously just in a supplement form versus ascorbic acid, which is like in all of all of the multivitamins and stuff that we've been, you know, buying over the years. Totally. And did you know that black pepper, it helps with turmeric absorption, but it also helps with vitamin C. Um, I didn't know the vitamin C part. Yeah. So the vitamin C I have is, it also has black pepper so that you can absorb it better. It's really, Hmm. but I, with collagen, I will say like, if I have somebody that's like, I am injured, I have an acute injury that is knee, tendon, joint, frozen shoulder. Actually, I don't know if I would do it for frozen shoulder, but like 
clearly there's some pain and healing that's needed, then I think supplementing with a collagen powder is totally acceptable alongside turmeric and bromelain or cold pineapple and fish oil, like get the inflammation and healing kickstarted. But I think there's definitely like a overconsumption of it, it you know, teaching her yeah. body how to do it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, okay. So what do we feel about with procrastination? So where are we, where are we at with (laughs) back to the P word? (laughs) How, and it's so funny when you send me this thing about procrastination, well, it's like, I am so into human design, loving what I'm learning about human design. And there's these gates in everyone's human design that kind of like teach you if you're repressed in an area or if you're overactive in an area. And there's quite a few gates that symbolize this this idea of feeling stuck or feeling stagnant or feeling as if you're just kind of like a sitting duck, you know, this like idea of, I cannot figure out how to like get the motion going. Um, So a lot of that can be really like transit oriented, like, okay, the astrology is making it harder for me individually or not the astrology, like the everything is making it harder for me to take action. But then when even everything is lining up, it's like, why am I still not pushing go? You yeah. know, what, what is this? What is this deeper thing? And I think all of us experience it so much. And if we can, you know, it's like, what, is this the lesson we're here on this earth to just know? Like, This is the, these are the lessons right now that if I'm feeling frozen about something, my only job is to figure out why I'm frozen so that I can actually move forward and then have this tremendous breakthrough, you know, like that's the gift of all of these feelings, I guess, is like, um, knowing that on the other side of it, you're going to learn so much of yourself or like feel complete or like accomplished or something. Yeah, like you, you, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Which is also a facade, right? Like I always get caught in that trap. That's totally an Emily trap, which is like, as soon as we get this done. Yeah, it, then, come then I'll provide, I'll feel X, Y, Z or whatever. Yeah, I mean, never. it's impossible not to like think like that though sometimes, but like the the whole focusing on why, you're not doing it is also like a mind trip on its own. Cause it's like, you're so focused on like why I'm not making the time or why I'm procrastinating. And it's like, or you could just take action and do it and not put so much focus on it. And it's like that success or failure, like back and forth, you know, if you don't do it, you're like not making the time you suck or whatever. Like just that internal talk is so challenging sometimes to like, it's like just trying to have like compassion with yourself, but then you're like, but am I being lazy? Like, it's like such a conflict. I know I deal with because it's like, I'm either not doing it and then I feel lazy about it. Or if I'm doing it, I'm like, well, it's not good enough. You know, like it's mm-hmm. such a hard thing. So it's like, I don't know how you get around that. Maybe therapists can help you with it. <laughs> Are you, so it's the perfectionism. You mentioned that so. when we were texting, the the yeah. idea that it's not perfect. Well, and if that's it's not perfect. I don't want to do it. If it's not going to be like a success right away, then I don't want to do it. Oh, well, one person, um, the astrologist I follow the most, um, Channy Nichols, do you know her? I don't. She had like a podcast a while ago that really helped me 
and she was probably referencing a book and I wish I remember the book because then I would give credit to the right thing. But regardless, it's this idea that perfectionism is actually like a part of the patriarchy. It's a part of this like system. So that helped me where I was like, oh, I'm like playing into this game that in order to, to live my most authentic life in this weird world of poor structure and misuse and abuse of power, that to play that game and not take action is to let them win, whoever them is, you know, like this idea that I had to be perceived as something, you know, kind of portrayed as a certain way in order to be accepted, which in and of itself is like a horrific system where we aren't able to live our authentic lives because of that fear. So that was really helpful for me when it came to feeling as if things weren't perfect or like weren't going to be accepted. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? It does. But like, then that also like brings me to the thought of like, what is perfect? Like, what does that really mean? Like, you know, they say like, nothing's perfect, but it's like that word on its own is a challenge. Cause I feel like, what does that truly mean to someone? Cause it's going to look different for every single person. So how do you uh-huh. accomplish that? How do you get to that perfect idea in your head right because it's going to look different for someone else and that person may give you feedback and then you're like well wait so I feel like you need to get away from the word perfect (laughs) the perfect is is the enemy do you mind if I do your human design chart right now sure well okay give me all your numbers I got it pulled up and ready which ones your birth your digits um five zero five three zero nineteen eighty nine Gemini, Gemini. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gemini so much. We're Thank so you. fun. You really are. I mean, you guys are just such a gift. And I tell every Gemini this. Okay, what time were you born? Um, actually, I think I specifically knew because when we were talking to your friend, I had looked at my birth certificate. It was like 4:30 in the morning. Like, I think that's like exactly what's written on my oh, that's um, perfect. Oh, we, yeah, Jennifer. Seat. We were doing your astrology. Jennifer, with Jennifer. Yes. What is your date or city of birth? Bedford, Texas. Oh, yeah, because I sent you that song, Bedford Falls. It's one of my favorite songs. Okay. I'll also pull that up on Spotify again. Oh, my gosh. Sid, you're a projector. Oh, I yeah, I think I knew that. I project my shit. <laughs> oh, I love this chart. Okay, you're a 4-6, which means... You're an opportunistic role model, which is incredible. It means you have like so much to offer to the world. You have lots of opportunities that come to you directly through your circle. Uh, Oh, this is so fun. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So, okay, I guess my thought is with my limited understanding of human design, and there's so many actual human design analysts that I... I feel like everyone should connect with one, like a truly trained human design analyst will change your life. And sometimes people talk about human design in a way that is like not good. Like I was um, working on the farm and we were just having a big human design convo and they were like, well, the generators are the worker bees and then the projectors are the bosses, which is totally true for you but (laughs) 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 and then the manifestors are like the you know which is such bullshit like I hate how people have butchered it and there's no like the generalization of it 
Yeah, which happens with everything, but there's such depth to it. But as a projector, because you don't actually have like the sacral filled or defined, the act of doing something has to really resonate for you. Like if it isn't something that like when we talk about, okay, why, why am I not acting upon this? It's this idea that you just don't have energy for it, right? Like your energy system is not there for it unless it is reflected upon the truest parts of yourself. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. There's like, it does make sense because I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics about what I do, but like, we've talked about it and that's like exactly how I feel. Like that's, that's a real, real feel. And well, generators need projectors and projectors need generators. I mean, we all need each other, but like, there is something to be said about you, anything you take action on, you need an invitation for as a projector. You know, you need someone to say like, I need help with this or like, can you help me with this? Because you initiating is not in your best interest. It's like, it it goes against your energy. Like if you have a, a way that someone asks you like, okay, now I can offer my expertise but if you are the one seeking it out or trying to promote it or trying to go after it without that reflection then it feels maddening because you're like why am I doing this it's a waste of energy so just know that I as a generator really need information about (laughs) holistic skincare (laughs) I got you girl (laughs) so I'd like you to make a blog please because there's just so and that's just no like every time someone's like I don't have energy for it or I'm I'm not doing something right I'm like there's some personality test slash human design slash explanation in your astrology because we're not we're none of us are broken we're all perfect like what if we were just perfect exactly as we were and there's nothing that needs to be done and then like that is like this beautiful gift of divine laziness like we are just like so good and acceptance yes yeah which makes I think is pretty settling for the mind if like you can just accept things whether that be whatever applies to your life you know like totally about yourself but maybe situations and stuff oh are you are you so yeah yeah I'm gonna try CBD on it now yes just put on some oils put on some oils I started it's so funny like as soon as I feel an itch, I'm like, what am I like? It just puts you straight. It makes you really quite Zen. Oh, the CBD feels good. That's a good whip. That feels really nice. CBD is a good choice. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I don't know if this would work, but like I had sand fleas once and I used a blow dryer. So I had them all over my Mm. body, like basically everywhere that my bikini was not. And I was wearing a pretty skimpy bikini, so it was everywhere. (laughs) But what I did was use, instead of trying to scratch my whole body, I used a blow dryer and would just like kind of heat it up. So I don't know if that would apply to the same thing if it's itchy, because like you do it just to the point where it kind of hurts and then you move on to like another section of your body. But like that way it like can stop you from itching for like an hour maybe or less. But I like that idea. I mean... I don't, yours is more of like a rash rather than like bug bites. So I don't, I'll try. You, you I will try it. 
I don't know if I have a blow dryer and by, I don't know. I just have not touched a blow dryer in two years, but I will, I will see if my sister has one for sure. She might, she might. I mean, I'm just gone full wild. I remember my red hair. I used to have red hair. I do still do yeah. my nails. That's like the one toxic thing that I still allow myself. It looks good. They look good. Oh, I mean, you're far away and you you can't <laughs> see them, but when you're digging in dirt, I mean, just like, I, I do love my farm life. It's been so fun to just like have dirt in your fingernails and like nobody judge you. You're just like, I'm a farmer. This is what I yeah. do. I mean, you could just buy one of those tools that digs out the dirt. Oh, I would be doing that for way too many hours of the day. It would just not be the best use of my sacral energy as a generator. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that you're a projector. That's so, that makes a lot of sense. And it's, yeah, it's this like permission. All of these things are just permission for us to be ourselves and not have, like any anxiety is like anxiety. Un- uh, energy unwell spent you know I catch myself in that a lot like my That's energy should a not really good thought I really really like that and I totally agree with that like what are we really anxious about when you're like going like when you're really in that moment it's like you can almost feel yourself going down the rabbit hole and you're like I know I should stop but like I can't but like even recognizing it right then is what makes it easier to stop and be like, all right, I'm going to put my phone down and stop Googling. I'm going to like go for a walk or something. But I really do like what you just said. Because it is Not- all, we only have so much energy, you know, like we do have a lot of energy and I've been thinking about this a lot with, you know, a, a, even the simplest things like magnesium, our ATP production, our ability to have our cells function at their fullest, our ability to have energy and in general feel like we can go through the day. But when we think about how many people, or we know we used to be the people that were constantly like sick or unwell or struggling with some sort of health issue, when we got that energy back, creativity is exponential. So now we can problem solve. Now we can have like blissful life because we're creatively expressing, which is what we're supposed to do. And so it's like the problems in the world, it's belittling, I think to say this, but if you're in fight or flight and in your survival and we're like head down trying to solve all these problems that are real life problems, including how do we get our needs met and how do we pay our bills? Like we all, all are going into a deeper, darker tunnel of that separating us from the source that we like ultimately come from. And like, how do you change that in an entire society? It's like, you give them their energy back. You give them the tools so that they can actually see clearly and function better. And it's like crazy how many people are separated from that, you know, or don't have resources or like are marginalized. And so that they can't even think about you know, yeah, change. You know, it's like this. Like, fuck you. I'm surviving. <laughs> I just, I'm trying. You know, so many people are in that space. Um, and how much less conflict would there be? You know, in our society too. Like, just feels like there's just so much hate, and it's like, I mean, I personally try not to pay attention to the news just enough where it's like I kind of know what's going on, but it's yeah. it's so sad how much hate there is between so many people and everyone. Like. 
between even in ourselves, right? And people like deal with that within themselves. And it's just so sad. I know. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, it's um, the world that we're in is just like, it is waking up, I think, right? It's like, we're all shifting and taking back our power and understanding it in a way that allows us to like live the life we want and stop being like followers of people who are telling us these things. But yeah, the world needs so much love. <laughs> <laughs> New song sound. coming out. New song coming out. Da, da, da. Sound baths and sound healing and Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric. Has, Eric yeah. needs to create a love song from the sound baths. Eric did do um, a beautiful piece with a cello. So he did all his singing bowls with a cello. And He's so talented. Oh my God. It was so beautiful. That's like such, such belief. I think he worked with like the orchestra. Um, I forget which one. Sorry. In in LA. Yeah. Well, I think it was that, but it was like, it had a name specifically. I just can't remember. But sounds cool things. Yeah. Sound is powerful. I think even the other day on, I was on a client call and I was talking about like connecting your brain to your stomach because how many people have digestive issues, you know, and we know this, but like singing can stimulate your vagal vagus nerve. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. I think that the lack of speaking our truth or speaking up or saying what we really feel and just kind of living in our own world to maybe avoid conflict or to maybe not, you know, feel hurt because we've been hurt in the past or we don't know how to speak up. I think all of that is connected to our thyroid, our throat chakra, all these health issues, including the connection or the disconnection of our brain to our stomach because of the vagus nerve, this nerve that has to be consistently running through and activated for our body to know when to be in fight or flight or when to be in sympathetic or parasympathetic, like de-stress. Like digesting food 101, getting that to activate. So it's like, yeah. like how do you and how do you pre- how do you prevent bloating? You sing before you eat. <laughs> what if we did that? I guess we used to do that. It's like kind of cult sounding, but like there well, were songs. People would like people like pray before they eat, mm-hmm. you know, or like bless the food, whether however you want to pray or think of praying but like people do that and I think that's like you're kind of activating like you're already recognizing and slowing down and being like okay this is going to be like great food I know like sometimes if I feel like I'm really stressed I won't eat until I like calm my body down because I'm like I'm just not going to digest this well like let me calm down and like even if you're feeling like throat tightness like let me just like try and like relax that because then then you can eat because you should never eat when you're like stressed out I mean then you're like shoveling food but right like it feels like a gag response like you're literally your body's like don't put this in my mouth right now like just stop yeah and we just chew anyway because we need calories or protein and and we're hungry we're hungry we probably went too long without food and our blood sugar crashed and we're just like gonna kill somebody 100 percent okay well sydney sid suds (laughs) what is the Uh best that was the best what's your most favorite or current obsession for skin product or skincare for your face what is what what are you into in this moment 
um, that you're really digging? Um, it's a brand. It's Marie Veronique, and she works with the microbiome. She was a science, I want to say she's a biologist from Berkeley. And then she works with Christina Holy, which is like an esthetician. But her skincare products focus on the microbiome. So like I'm using right now a barrier restore serum. So like basically if you have eczema or, you know, maybe dry flaky skin or just any sort of skin issue, it's so good to have. But I think putting that on after like, maybe you've been in the sun all day or whatever, it's almost like feeding your skin, the nutrients it's needs, because it's like 55% gets absorbed through our bloodstream. Right. And that includes your face. So and, and your body, but like that also includes your skincare products. Um, but her, her products are so amazing. And then, um, she has like a protective day oil, which has like beta carotene in it. Um, mm. I use it at night anyway, just cause I don't think it matters too much, but, um, I feel like more information is going to slowly come out about the microbiome and what we're using, because why wouldn't it, why wouldn't it go to our gut, right? Like everything is processed through our bloodstream. So like, why wouldn't our skincare products and what we use topically affect what is going on internally? Mm. I was just listening to the podcast I did with Dr. Stephen Lynn, who's a dentist, and he talks about the microbiome in our tissue and our mouth. That's and so funny. I was just yeah. reading about Jerry Curtola. Kurt, um, He's also a dentist and talked about them. You need How to weird. send me. Yeah. You need to send me what you have. Cause like, I just bought his book and I'm like, so interested in like, especially with all the masks and when yes. women are pregnant and women are going through um, menstrual cycles and stuff like that, the way that it happens around because of like our oral microbiome, like, oh my gosh, yes. please send me what How you funny. Have. We, you know, I don't see Instagram's weird, right? Cause you like only see who you like. And then it just like randomly somebody will come up and you're like, Oh, there you are. And that, that was him this morning. And I was like, I wonder what the podcast I did with him when it was, and it was 2018. And I was still pretty crossfitty, Emily. This is like pre Emily wrote a poetry <laughs> book. <laughs> so this is like pre M's process of like, Oh, I'm pushing it too hard. Maybe it's a sign of inflammation like white water rafting but <laughs> I I feel um so drawn to this because you also have you know on your skin you have so many bacteria that live on your skin externally yeah. too so we're stripping it too much with products and then we're also not feeding it from the inside out but yeah he talks a lot about how you know your mouth it's a lot of what we learn with Dr. Weston Price and yeah. understanding the structures that we've changed. But when I was listening to it, it was the reminder of like, why do we even need to get wisdom teeth taken out? Why have our structure changed that drastically that our mouths don't fit? <laughs> like, this is crazy. Our teeth don't fit. Yeah. 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 Our teeth, our mouths. Yeah. I was fit. like, uh, I mean, I think our mouths fit, but yeah. <laughs> our teeth. Totally. Don't. Yeah. So I was, I was listening to the story that I took my wisdom teeth out and it was it, cool because it was also when I was doing the body awareness project, the skin course, which oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, which has so many amazing things about you know internal external skincare that I love. But yeah, I was just really excited to see that come up, and I love that you thought that too. So I'll definitely share that today because yeah. we all apparently need it. And I'm struggling with 
what I'm really working on is breathing through my nose. I am, I can be such a mouth breather at night. If I'm sleeping, I can catch myself and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm such a mouth breather. I need to fix that. So I'm trying to be patient with myself as I relearn how to make sure I'm breathing through my nose. Yeah. I know. I did hear something too about like, um, open mouth breathing is like causing issues. I didn't look too much into it, but I remember like seeing that headline. I was like, I don't want to click that because I use a mouth guard and my mouth is like partially open and I don't want to not use my mouth guard. So like, I'll save this headline for another time. Isn't it funny? We're just like not quite ready sometimes to know and that's okay. We will, when we're ready, it'll happen. There's no, and that's why I don't understand why people are freaking out about everything right now. Cause it's like, we're, everything is timed perfectly. Everybody who relaxes into the fact that we are exactly where we should be. I'm not trying to be like a Buddhist over here, but like, I just feel wildly away, booed away, booed away is like (laughs) this pressure. Like if I see one more thing about algorithms changing and social media, it's like, you guys, this has been happening for freaking three years. Like we, there's no flaw. This is just. Yeah, this is just noise for people to be more like distracted and more stressed and more, I don't know, maybe it's this giant social experiment that's like, what happens to the psychology of a person when you give them a little attention or a platform and then you take it away? Like, what if they're just testing that for people and people like kind of losing their minds about it? It's really (laughs) intense and just I mean, I'm going to go along the lines that I'm going to say, yes, that that is happening. It's happening. And it's so important to see what it does to, it's like another reminder that external validation will never make up for your own ability Mm -hmm. to just have value without needing to do something, you know, and that's a big piece of my work is learning that I don't need to be a teacher or a creator in order to have value. I'm just you know, like we're just good. We just have value. It's like just being, right? Like being a human, a human being, right? It just yeah. in that state. Ugh. Like I can't will you send me a link to these products? I would be very curious about them. I'm gonna send you the link. Um, and you should probably subscribe to her stuff because she has um like maybe something like once a month called Beyond Topical. And it kind of goes like that's where I learned about Jerry Curtola, the dentist, and his it's a really long microbiome, but you'd probably read it because it's really interesting. Um and then you should send me the podcast of the um from 2018. Steve, you said Dr. Stephen Lynn L I N. Yeah. He I, he came up on my Instagram because he was just he's just such a big advocate for vitamin D3 K2. And yeah. making sure in that your deficiency. Mm-hmm. And also just the wild deficiencies the majority of the population still has, which I think I forget. Like it's when you talk about things and you know things, and you just kind of are like, okay, yes, we need sunshine. We know that. Like if you guys are not actively getting sunshine or taking a D3K2 it affects everything, especially bone health and your, in your teeth, like to find that connection is so important. Yeah. Cause some people don't absorb the sunshine. Well, especially if you're like slathering on sunscreen, which I'm a big advocate. I put it on every day on my face. I don't necessarily put it on my body unless I'm like sitting at the beach, but 
for like, what is it? During the times of like eight to 10, when the sun isn't super strong or like four to six, like those are times where you should like be getting out and like getting, absorbing this, you know, the, the sun without screening on, getting it on your throat, right? Like getting that throat chakra and just for your thyroid health, if you're a female. Um, but all of that, right. It's some people just don't absorb it. So if you don't, you should definitely get your levels checked and then supplement otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, there's so many random tangents. I want to go on with you, including the fact that <laughs> every just, time, <laughs> every time I'm so glad that you are my, uh, co-host today. I would love you to be my co-host all the time because I have been talking to myself for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other final things that we should say for this beautiful Saturday morning for our meathead hippie podcast listeners? Um, to not procrastinate everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. Back to the procrastinate, the P, the P word, the P word. Um, okay. Yes. To have Take- compassion for yourself and try and find something that you notice you are procrastinating and lean into it if you want to. Totally. Yeah. What is the procrastination coming from? And if you're feeling stuck on something, yeah. Lean mm-hmm. into that. Lean into it and know that there is a gift around the corner because of that procrastination. There's always a gift around the, the corner. Gift from. In the unknown. Into the unknown. Gotta eat now. Sing it, girl. <laughs> Sing it before your breakfast. Sydney, <laughs> I love you. I can't. Um, maybe write a like. Here's an invitation. You want to write a blog post about your products that you just told us about? Girl, I'm on it. Okay, I, I was gonna wait. spend my Saturday today, today, getting on that. That's so good. I'm, I'm so excited about my Saturday. Can I tell you what I'm doing today? Yes, please. I'm going to a sacred tobacco workshop. And what does that what does that mean? So this amazing woman who grew up in Brazil, but also Chile and just in general, like South America, uh, traveled a lot and worked with a bunch of practitioners and shamans. She lives in Sebastopol, where I'm at, or where my sister's house is. And she's gonna do a four-hour workshop on the history of tobacco and its place in indigenous cultures and also its benefits because it originally originally tobacco was used for asthma for native americans what i know and i was getting all this these downloads about tobacco like i had all these crazy dreams about tobacco where i was like there was a plant and i was like bowing in front of this plant and so it was bizarre because then i found this beautiful farm that i'm living at And out of nowhere, it was just like one day, you know, your eyes open up, even though it was already there, tobacco is just covering every corner. And it's the tobacco that is actually the smoking tobacco or what was the tobacco that was used for offerings when you would harvest and then also for asthma. So it was just like this moment. And then this workshop came into my field and I was like, I have to take this. So I'm going to do that today. That sounds great. I would be so curious on how it helps your asthma. Well, I mean, it's so medicine. Yeah. This book that I have, it's literally all about native American food and herbs and kind of like typical uses. And 
I'll send you Maybe a picture of it. we don't use it today. Because I'm like, tobacco today, because it's like emphysema, which is like a really bad case of asthma. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't. Asthma, don't smoke. Well, it's such but, a perfect, it's such a perfect reminder that like the medicine actually can be construed as in overconsumed, like everything overconsumed can become the antidote to the medicine. Yeah. Because smoking Molin, which I love, and it's like super fuzzy and soft actually helps with asthma too. And it helps with lung conditions when you even inhaling it can be helpful for bronchial tubes. So yeah, there's this cool. I really like that. I know it's, it's not like you're going to continuously inhale it. It's like kind of just like a once treatment, right? Like, yeah. Nice. I know. So yeah, I'll keep you posted and maybe I can get her on a podcast if she's interested, but um, yeah. And then I'm going to just uh, the body awareness project I have with the skin, the skin box. It's like this revival because it was 2018, which was four years ago. So I'm putting it all in um, the Emily Schramm database membership so that you can get, get like a one place access for everything. Emily Schramm Infant challenge body awareness project and bird medicine all the meditations for bird so i think the skin that. is a good one to bring back to light especially with all the masks and stuff we've worn and now not wearing masks and stress like it's good to put that back on because everyone's been emotionally stressed for so long so sure not everyone's skin is fantastic at the moment but it can and it will with the body awareness project. <laughs> I just, I'm so excited for you to see my forehead decrease by 30% <laughs> or not the line in my forehead because of this silicone choline biotin. I'm just like, I can feel it. It's like my skin is healing. Yeah. Well, it looks very glowy. Oh, it's from here. May- Yours does as well. Thanks. Got my lamp uh, light on. <laughs> <laughs> How do I look now with the light? Well, yeah, I, love you so, I love you I so love much. You Everyone, thanks for listening. And um, we'll do another Me Head Hippie podcast soon. Bye. Thank you. Aloha. Bye.